Seth Towns received some unfortunate news about how the rest of his season will go. Could Caden Curry play multiple positions while at Ohio State? And the Buckeyes better bring their A game tonight against Rutgers. All that and more right here on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back. To an episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 9th in the year 2022. And I would like to thank every person out there for making Locked On Buckeyes their first to listen or first watch of every single day. Upon Seth Towns' arrival in Columbus, there were many people that believed this was a perfect spot for him moving up in the college basketball ranks level of basketball that he would play. And many people believe coming off the bench, Seth Towns would be a big piece of this Ohio State basketball team. Well, it's unfortunate last year, his arrival first season in Columbus, he missed the first six games of the season. It's unfortunate that in September, he had back surgery. And it was recently announced uh, something else unfortunate, injury-related injury related for Seth Towns, that he will not be playing this year for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Injuries suck. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to hide from it. Injuries absolutely suck. Basketball players, football players, athletes alike from all, all ages, they play hurt all the time little nick, a little ding, a little something on your shoulder, a little something on your ankle. They play hurt all the time. But the injuries are those things that keep you out of games. And for some people, it's injury after injury after injury after injury. And that type of player is Seth Towns. Check out this little, this this, uh, order of events, this timeline. That's the word I was looking for. Check out this timeline to kind of see exactly how things have gone for Seth Towns. November the 3rd, 2018, it was announced that Seth Towns was out indefinitely with a knee injury. Towns would miss his junior season. This was while he was still at Harvard. On December 23rd, 2019, it was also announced that Seth Towns would undergo a season-ending surgery, ending his tenure at Harvard. That's November 2018 and then December 2019. Back-to-back seasons, gone. Absolutely nothing. He announced his um, decision to transfer to Ohio State. He chose Ohio State over over Duke. That was an, that was announced in March of 2020. He missed the first six games of last year, and then this year, well, September 2021, September of 2021. Excuse me. Back injury, back surgery, and now he's out for the rest of the year. Very, very unfortunate for a guy who was the Ivy League Player of the Year. Had high hopes going to the Big Ten, believed he could play in the upper level. But many people saw signs of growth and signs of a player that could be a big piece for Ohio State. He dealt with injuries last year. Yes, he missed the first six games, but it sure seemed like he was never 100%. He was never back to himself while still recovering from those knee injuries. And it still is right here with him to this day. Not those knee injuries, but this back And anytime you have a bad back where you're having surgery and it's something that's lingering and rehab is taking longer than you want it to take, it's unfortunate. I've had some back injury. I I, I haven't had anything near as severe as what Seth Towns is going through right now. But I remember last year 
I was going through, uh, started going to a chiropractor back when I was running all the time before my, my ankle started messing up, which derailed me and caused me to, to stop running. I went to a chiropractor and the chiropractor didn't take very long. My first visit to a chiro chiropractor, I was nervous. Me and a guy at work were talking about the benefits. He was like, hey, yeah, man, you need to go to this chiropractor. I mean, he's going to pop, pop, pop and pop, pop, pop. And the next thing you know, you're going to be pop like a glow stick. and You're going to feel amazing. I'm like, hey, OK, cool. I am nervous. I have seen all the videos on the Instagram. I have seen videos even on the TikTok. I have seen videos on the Twitter. I have seen videos all over the place of doctors making people pop like glow sticks. And that person says, oh, man, I felt that in places. I didn't think I would feel it. And so I went to the chiropractor. The chiropractor was doing his thing, having on my back, having on my side, having on my stomach, going around. And he quickly realized my lower back had issues. And with my lower back having issues, he said, okay, cool. We're going to do this little thing, get this position. Great. I left. I felt amazing. But then it was a routine thing where I had to keep going back, keep going back, keep going back. And it was one time when I was running, my back gave me so many problems. True story. I ran, I was supposed to run two miles this day, only ran, I think, half a mile. Didn't even get to the first full mile because of the pain in my back. It was a pain I had not felt in a very long time, if ever. I am walking back to my car because running was too painful to run back to my car. So I walk back to my car. The next thing I know, I am laying in the grass on my back due to the crazy excruciating pain in my back now. Some may say, Jay, did you go to the doctor? No, honestly, I went home, uh, took a shower, ate a little bit, and the pain went away. I don't know what it was with running that day that messed up my back, but the pain went away. Never felt that ever again in my life. But what that Thomas was going through was nothing like what I went through or what I just described as far as laying in the grass due to back pain and laying in the grass on your back, all the pain went away. I, I have no idea what that was, but this is nothing like Seth Towns. Not just this year, but psychologically, mentally. I mean, think about that man's mentals. Think about what he has gone through in his basketball career. This is his sixth year playing college basketball. He is very, very fortunate that he still is eligible to return to Ohio State next year. Seventh year? Yeah, we have a long snapper. Um, that I, Rob Robinson, I forget his first name, who's going to be returning to Ohio State next year to play football. I believe it will be his seventh year playing football. Well, the same thing for Seth Towns. Seth Towns as a guy has a lot of good basketball to play. A lot of good basketball. My only hope, and I'm sure your hope is the same way. You hope his body holds up. You hope he's able to do things at a phenomenal rate because we all want to see Teth, Seth Towns, not Teth, Seth Towns perform at a high level once again at the collegiate level. Injuries suck. Absolutely suck. It's fortunate he's getting the help that he needs, Seth Towns, that is, and that it's possible he will return next year to be in Ohio State. Buckeye. It's the new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, you want to eat healthy. But it just gets so boring. By like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Bill Bars are covered in 100% 
real chocolate. Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car, or wherever they are. Throw out all the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Go to Built.com and use that friendly promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and it's all one word to receive 15% off your next order. Once again, go to Built.com and use that friendly promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. It's Super Week, brought to you by GetUpside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. For those of you that are on the YouTube, thank you, thank you, literally, thank you so much. There's been phenomenal growth on the YouTube. I have realized you guys love the Jim Knoll stuff. You guys love all the football stuff. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button on this video and every other video on this channel, as well as hit that bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. Keep filling it up. Have a goal I will unveil on Friday, and I believe that goal can be reached because you guys are amazing. Caden Curry, six foot three, two hundred and fifty pound, true freshman from Center Grove High School, Greenwood, Indiana. Coming to Ohio State, four-star recruit, defensive lineman, play D-tackle, play D-end, early enrollee at Ohio State. And he is somebody that a lot of people, people that cover the team, people that are on the team, the coaches that are there, they're very excited about what this young man can do while at Ohio State. Larry Johnson, his track record of developing defensive linemen and developing first-round talents, that's one thing that I know for sure pulled and drew Caden Curry to Ohio State. But with that in mind, there's also a new defensive coordinator that's coming in who's also going to be the LB coach or linebackers coach that has this weird position. We've talked about it, the Leo position, hybrid linebacker. Going to be a little two-point stance kind of guy. If he's up on the line of scrimmage, he could be defensive end positioning. He could be lined up in the A gap at a two-point stance or the B gap at a two-point stance. He could even line up at the linebacker position. Caden Curry is somebody that is very versatile, a player that I got to watch play in high school quite a bit. There are some details about what he did in high school that kind of parallel and go right along with what Jim Knowles is looking for in the Leo position but also in a defensive lineman. Caden Curry is somebody that we ask this question. This question comes to my mind. Could Caden Curry play two positions or multiple positions? Be more specific, could it be a part of two position groups? Leo's a linebacker. A D lineman, you're at Larry Johnson. That linebacker, you're with Jim Knowles. Which one, or could it be both, could Caden Curry be a part of? Well, let's go with the one that he was a part of already where he was recruited to play the defensive line. We think about a three, three defensive linemen set that Jim Knowles is probably going to utilize a lot. Maybe not so much in the first year where you're still trying to get your recruits to come in personnel wise to fit your defensive mindset. But in your two, three, four, however long Jim Knowles is here, you're probably going to see more of what we saw at Oklahoma state. Three down linemen, you're going to have a big man, a stopper, a clogger in the middle, maybe 290, 
300, 315. You're going to be right there, nose tackle, true nose tackle, who's just going to clog up space, derail blockers, not allow the offensive linemen to get to the next level. Defensive ends, it could be defensive tackles playing at the end position in the five technique. What is that? They're, they're going to be heavy as well. You may have a Zach Harrison who's out there in pass rush situations to be more of your traditional pass rusher, um, third and long, third and short, whatever it may be, third and short, but you know they're passing. Hey, Zach Harrison, go on in there, um, get off, do your thing. Those types of things, that might be ideal for Zach Harrison. But Caden Curry in high school, he played nose. He played defensive end and a three-down lineman front, which is also the similar look at what Ohio State is going to do this year. Also, Caden Curry played a lot of two-point stance defensive lineman at the time, not linebacker, but defensive lineman, but he was lining up in the A-gap in a two-point stance in high school, B-gap in high school, lining up two-point stance in the defensive end position in high school. So, yes, Caden Curry, and I believe he has some things that he looks at that he believes will be very vital for him to be possibly the Leo position. Right now, he's just currently trying to get acclimated get used to the surroundings, figure out everything that's going on at Ohio State. I mean, you're going from high school to college, um, going from a rural community, like he mentioned in his uh, press conference last week, to being somebody that's in a city. I mean, Columbus Columbus is a city, and a rural kid is going to be maybe shocked, maybe have his eyes pop out of his head when he's going through this very thing. So Caden Curry talked about how his athletic build um, and the speed and the things that We'll go into being that Leo position. I think Caden Curry currently constructed 6'3", 250. I think he came in at 245. He's already gained five pounds, and it's only February. He got there a month ago. Talk about the strength and conditioning and really his body being able to add weight. I do think that he can be a player that can fit multiple positions. Not only because what he did in high school, and if you want to message me on Twitter at jstevens07, I could talk to you for a very long time about some things that I saw Caden Curry do in high school that fit what Ohio State is currently going to do next year and the years going forward while Jim Knowles is calling the defense. Oh, he is the head coach of the defense, which is a phenomenal way for Ryan Day to not worry about that side of the ball. But Caden Curry is someone who believes he wants to model himself and be more like a Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, defensive end in a 4-3 set at Ohio State, who had another injury, didn't know this was going to come up, had an injury, an abdominal injury against TCU during the 2018 season, ended up being advised, and he did not return to Ohio State, saw it fit best for him to decide to leave Ohio State, rehab somewhere else, and then then go to the NFL draft um, in 2019. I believe Caden Curry could play multiple positions, could be somebody. I don't believe Caden Curry is going to gain 50 pounds to be a nose tackle. I don't believe that's someone that he's going to be. Now, he is somebody that if you do the Rushman package and via Jim Knowles, Larry Johnson, them talking, you're going to get four D linemen in and remove that Leo spot based off personal groupings, time of possess, uh, time of the game. Um, based off where they are on the field, um, down a distance, things of that nature, that may be a time where you get four defensive ends on the field. And Caden Curry could be somebody that instead of playing defensive end, he's going to be playing defensive tackle. That's a true, realistic thing that could happen at Ohio State. But let's just say he doesn't gain 20, 25 pounds to be 270 or 275 or 
anything like that, or even 10 pounds of plate, 260 or 265. Let's say he sticks at that 250, chisels that body out, and just gets faster, Gets keeps his athletic build, gets faster, gets quicker, gets shiftier, gets really good with opening up the hips and lo- having the loose hips that you need at linebacker, and especially if you're going to be in coverage. Let's just say he is that that person that Larry Johnson realizes, hey, you're better fit for this position, not the D-line that even you believe you're going to be playing. Could Caden Curry be somebody that's a situational guy saying, hey, um, we saw what you did in high school. We like what you did in high school. How about we go this route? You do this now. If the situation in the game calls for you to go somewhere else, so be it. Why? Because having players that are versatile, Sonny Styles. Uh, some say C.J. Hicks is going to be versatile as well. Having players that are versatile, it's huge. It's big. And a coach that wants to provide two to three pictures that confuse the defense, that cause for the de- – oh, excuse me, confuse the offense, that causes the opposing offense to scratch their head, maybe have a couple delay of game penalties because they have no idea what the Ohio State defense is doing. Imagine having Caden K- Curry on the field. And next thing you know, he goes from a three-point stance to a two-point stance, and he drops back into coverage. You don't realize he's in the flat. You think he's going to be rushing you. Pick off going to Pater. I mean, these are realistic things that can happen. Caden Curry's special. I, I firmly believe he'll be a special player. I firmly believe he has the possibility. He has the potential to be somebody that you, myself, And other Buckeye fans will love while he's in Columbus, and he could be somebody. Leo, it might work for him. I think D-line's probably probably going to be more of a better fit for him, D-end. But if he plays D-end slash Leo, whoo-wee, that is a scary weapon that Ohio State will have. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports, Right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you are a person that would love to advertise here on the podcast, send me an email, jstevens317 at gmail.com. Would love to talk to you. Would love to get you in touch with the right people at the Locked On Podcast Network so that you can have your business, if you're local in Columbus, that'd be perfect, you can have your business advertised here on this podcast. The Ohio State basketball team, number 16 team in the country via the AP poll, a team that has a lot of potential, also a team that is currently still dealing with the injury bug, not just Seth Towns. Uh, Eugene Brown the third is a game-time decision tonight in New Jersey. Uh Still don't think Justice Justice Suing is going to be playing in tonight's game. So the injury bug continues to get Ohio State. Michi Johnson, we know what happened with him. Uh, Jamari Wheeler had turf toe, and we know what happened with him. It's just something that's just really, really weird, unfortunate for this basketball team. 
And this team cannot let those injuries, may it be Eugene Brown III, uh, may it be Seth Towns, uh, may it be Jamari Wheeler, Michi Johnson, may it be somebody who might be a little disgruntled about not getting into the game late um, against Maryland on Sunday. Ohio State can't let any of those things factor into the negatives, factor into their play on Sunday, or excuse me, tonight, because Rutgers, 11-2 and two at home, their record is not going to wow you. You want to look at their record and say, Jay, why in the world should Ohio State be scared of a 13-9 basketball team who is sixth in the Big Ten? Well, there's one guy that they have. This guy made a big shot against Purdue, and this one player is somebody that if you are not looking out, if you are not prepared, Ron Harper Jr. could be out there stunting like his daddy against the Ohio State Buckeyes. I do believe Ron Harper Jr., phenomenal, phenomenal basketball player. Great shooter of the basketball. Knows how to utilize his body in a way that a lot of collegiate athletes don't know how to get down in that way. And it's not just Ron Harper Jr. They have Geo Baker. And the one player that I'm watching tonight is going to be Cl Clifford Ohm. Or Mari, I always butcher his name, 6'11", 240-pound sophomore. He is a person that I do believe tonight is going to be a test, and we're going to see how Zadiki responds, not only in the way that he responded against Maryland, but I believe that Chris Holman's going to challenge him in a big way tonight. Say, hey, hey, Zed, you know how you played against uh, against Maryland? You know how you responded when I challenged you? What We need that again tonight and then some. Clifford Omari, or I don't, Clifford O, I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name. He's from Nigeria, averages 11.4 points a game, third leading score for Rutgers, eight rebounds a game, shooting 59.8. That is correct. 59.8% from the field. Zed, oh, I'll add in 1.2 blocks per game. Zed Key better be ready. Because if Zed Key gets in foul trouble once again against the big man, Kyle Young can't guard this guy. You want to bring in Joey Brunk, who did who did a good job against Purdue. I was per, a person, have been for a while. Uh, I've growing to enjoy watching Joey Brunk play the basketball more. When it was announced that Joey Brunk was coming to Ohio State, I was not high on this at all. I will be the first person to say it. I was not high on Joey Brunk coming to Ohio State. I have seen him play going back to his days in high school. I, he was good in high school. But I just did not think that he was a big man, a caliber big man in the Big Ten. They played decent at Indiana, had some injuries, decent at Butler. Coming to Ohio State, knowing that Ohio State wants to, wants to make a deep tournament run, I did not think this was the adequate or proper acquisition in the transfer portal that Chris Holman needed to make. And I will be the first to tell you as well, he has surprised me. And lately, he has played some really good basketball off the bench. This could be one of those games where his core strength, his leg strength, his body, his frame is utilized in that way. Because if Zetke gets in foul trouble, not saying Clifford O is going to be a guy that Ohio State needs to pinpoint and say, well, that, that guy might go for 30. That's not Clifford O. Mm -mm. But you need to be able to put a body on it. You need to be able to make sure you are properly knowing where he is. You can't miss him when you're 6'11", 240, and you're from Nigeria. That's all I'm going to say about that portion, about where he is from. But you just can't deny the impact that he can have on the court. This is a game, and I would not be surprised, if Joy Brunk comes in is a big piece off the bench once again because his size 
is needed in a game like this. Ohio State also has a chance to make Clifford O be absolutely irrelevant in this game. Because if Ohio State goes small, if they try to go faster and they get the lead and Clifford O is absolutely not able to stay up with and keep up with the pace of the game, maybe E.J. Liddell, Kyle Young, those are the four and the five. And then you, and then you have Malachi Branham, Jamari Wheeler, and then let's just say Cedric Russell. I think I think Sed needs to play more. I firmly believe Sed needs to play more. Think about if that's that five and they're running and, and moving up and down pretty quickly. Where is Clifford O going to go? Let that sink in a little bit. Just some more food for thought, some more things to think about before we go into this game tonight. I do believe Ohio State will win. I do believe Ohio State will add another loss to Rutgers' home record. It's a really intimate type of atmosphere, intimate type of building. Not a lot of people there, but that place gets loud. I know it's now named Jersey Mike's Arena. I miss it when it was called the Rack. I think that's a better name, especially for an old-school Big East team. Let's keep that old tradition there. I get Jersey Mike's decent food. I know they got advertisement money, but the Rack, I miss that name. This is a game for Ohio State. They desperately need this. This is a confidence-boosting type of win. Not only is it a road game in the Big Ten, Rutgers is a good basketball team, but then coming up on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Saturday, you're going to Ann Arbor to, play, to face a team up north, and they want to destroy you. They want to annihilate you. And this is a great way before going to a rivalry game where you never know what's going to happen for Ohio State to say, we go to Jersey, take care of them Scarlet Knights, and the Wolverines, we're coming to take you down on Saturday night as well. Guys, it's fun. This is a fun show. I love this show. I love coming on here with you. And you guys can always follow me on Twitter at jsteven 7 to continue the conversation outside of the space of this here podcast. Remember, if you would like to advertise on this podcast, remember you can. You can email me at jstevens317 at gmail.com. I will get you in contact with the right people to make sure that you know what is what entails and what said the right people can explain everything to you about advertising on this podcast once again guys thanks for making the lockdown buckeyes podcast your first listen of every single day now this is the perfect time to make your second listen the locked on bets podcast your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs locked on bets it's hosted by your boy q with expert analysis and insight from lee sterling it's free and available wherever you get your Fine podcast for the Lockdown Buckeyes podcast. I am your host, Jay Stevens. We're out on this hump day. Enjoy the rest of the day.